Welcome to Jaded Muse. Listen in on the pod where we have sophisticated ratchet discussions with unapologetic opinions and truths, sharing ideas about motherhood, sex, and everything pertaining to the woman. Jaded Muse, where we allow our past experience to be a muse for a brighter future. Yourself. Okay. Hi, everybody. My name is Whitney, uh, Whitney Smith. And by day, I guess um, I am a software engineer and I develop websites and logos on the side. I have a three-year-old son and I have a past life that that's how I refer to it. And I have my new life. (laughs) Okay. And tell us a little bit too about your branding and thank you so um (laughs) i design websites on the side Uh, my business is called the branding nest and i help entrepreneurs and um, small businesses design their brand and uh, my best my best thing that uh i think i can say is that i have fast turnarounds and i love to hear what your vision is and bring it to life and I love creating. So that okay. is that I'm trying to get uh, more into with actual companies. So if you actually have a business, you know, you're trying to build it. I'm the one to come to because I'm affordable and it'll be a unique design. All right. And um, last but not least, and I'm going to stop badgering you. You want to give them your IG? <laughs> yes. Uh, my IG um, is at the underscore branding underscore nest all right so we have a um very interesting topic um one that not many discuss um publicly so i'm very thankful that you were willing to have this conversation with me um and the topic is when is enough enough um like when do in relationships as women when do we know um, when do we decide whether it's time to move on or do we continue to try to fix this relationship? Um, so I'll let you kind of, you know, start and we'll just go from there. Um, but I, my first question for you is what, with your, um, your previous marriage, when did you know it was time? Um, I think I should have known it was time way before... I actually left and it was time. Um, I I kind of, you know, think about that or have thought about that a lot. Mm-hmm. But that's hindsight's twenty twenty, yeah. And so maturity. Um, but when you, I think that the answer to that question would be when you realize that you bleed like they bleed. When you realize that you are willing to do so much more than they're actually willing to do. Like once you really pay attention, you know, actions really do speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. You start feeling like, do you even like me? Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I hear you saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. But I really learned as I grew, it was like, okay, love is what God gives. And it's like he continues to chase after you when you least deserve it. Right. With these dudes, they we be off their potential for real that they don't even see. Mm-hmm. So, so when they least deserve it, we're still trying to give love. 
and that's like a a um a curse and a blessing at the same time that we are naturally nurturers so we instead of you know seeing warning signs we see oh let me help him through this oh I see his potential so let me help fix him or build him Mm -hmm. oh it's past things that make him this way you know oh I've seen his family that's why he act like this excuses yes yeah (laughs) and it's like when you realize nah like my family should right you know like I bleed like you bleed I'm literally willing to do whatever and you're not right and that's not love and it's like so the closer it was kind of like the closer I got to to God and understood like his love I knew what love was not mm-hmm. and it was like know that that was not love you don't like me you are saying you love me yes maybe it just flows off your tongue but you do not love me and that you don't even like me you don't treat me like you like me and I guess my question is why do um why do you think people feel the need to stay in relationships and this can be from the man or the woman's point of view um or in this case the the narcissist in the situation why do you feel they they feel the need to continue to express oh i love you but they don't show actions that show that they want to you know work in making this relationship stronger or i don't know or having a part in making the other person happy Right. No, I understand exactly what you're saying. So I'm so happy that you said something about a narcissist. So my ex-husband is 100% a narcissist. And I'm going to say that I didn't know that um, until I left. When I left, I like Googled after I called you (laughs) and I went to my friend's house and I started Googling just like divorce because I mean, I still, my feelings was still just like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been with this boy since I was 19. I left at 27 and I mean, he, when basically when I, when I Googled that hashtag, not Googled, but looked on uh, IG and I just went through the hashtags of just like divorce and you know abuse and things like that narcissists came up and narcissist groups and things like that so I followed the hashtag and as I'm reading I'm like oh my god I'm not crazy wow yeah, yeah I I remember those conversations and uh-huh. I'm, I'm I think if if we had that those conversations where I am now it I probably would have given you better advice because yeah. at that point I was still stuck on, you know, marriages are, you know, are permanent. You don't divorce, you don't, you know. And so I felt like, and I apologize to you. um, I felt like I may not have said all the right things. I I don't think I said the wrong things, but I know my heart genuinely wanted to tell you like, no, you know, don't leave your marriage and, you know, don't do this. But um, like you said, hindsight is 2020 and, Looking back, I'm so happy you made that decision. It's, um, you know, people don't know. Even when I went to, um, and just to finish answering that question, actually, the reason why that they would stay, the narcissist, is because that is their mask. The whole point is that they don't have empathy. They don't have mm. that. They don't have that love. They don't even know what that feels like. Literally, this is a control thing. And then it's a, and then it's like, it's, it's validating them. It's feeding them as they 
break you down. They want to be the things you are. They're projecting all the time. Wow. Ungrateful. All of these things, right? Just mean, saying anything. Nothing can surprise me at this point. Somebody can say whatever they want to say because I've been said everything too. And at the end of the day, that's their mask. So I'm the cover up. If we look happy, if things look good, so I'm going to stay because if I get a divorce, then what? why? What is that going to say about why? me? Wow. It's their mask. And so many people don't understand it. So when I went to the uh, a counselor with him <clears throat> trying to work on my marriage because I had left once and it was it was hurtful because the counselor she didn't know she just blames me just like him because he's it's manipulated they are manipulative so he's sitting there and she's sitting there and they're basically like coming at me and I'm like what you start feeling crazy it's a it's a total mindfuck you start blaming yourself exactly you look at yourself And now I can't say that that's a bad thing only because I've worked on myself. Mm -hmm. So I reflect a lot. So in my current relationship, it's like I feel I'm so prepared for him. Just because how we communicate and everything, it's just it works. And then I don't he knows I'm not blaming him because I look at myself first. And it's not like blaming myself. It's just, okay, Whitney, how did you handle this? Right. You Could know? I have done something Ex- differently? Period. Exactly. And mm-hmm. he's so loving that we could have this conversation. And he does the same thing. He's the same way, but he's also had a past experience. So the narcissist, though, so af- with, with the counselor, after that experience, I'm like, I ain't never going to know other. Like, you got me all the way messed up because I know I'm not crazy. Yeah. So once I left and then I started doing the research, it actually says, and even um, I've gone to, a therapist and she said if someone is not versed in narcissism they will not be able to help you because they will they be can't see through exactly. them they can't see it and that is so scary when you research a narcissist they're on the same wavelength as a psychopath and a sociopath mm-hmm. so it's like I mean that's just you just learn a lot you just call them humans <laughs> right <laughs> and so with you know knowing as much as you know now about you know narcissists and things like that so the I don't think people realize um that there are different types of abuse like people only look at abuse as physical so if a man's not putting his hands on you then they feel like you know you're not being abused so um to clear that up you know you have physical you have verbal and then you have psychological where like you said um when I think you mentioned something about him saying that you're ungrateful mm-hmm. um you know so they're pretty much expressing the things that they do and provide for you and use that to make you feel guilty for pointing out abuse and let me just say that it's not even about what they're doing like I'm gonna tell you like and this is being very candid I provided everything wow when I left, that I left <laughs> just know that I was good mm-hmm. I was been on my two and that's not the case so uh, you can it's like for him to call me ungrateful what I'm making sure that we have you know good anniversaries and holidays so I'm not disappointed are you kidding me 
Right. And it's like gonna, you're doing those things. Yeah, when... but I'm ungrateful. And look how you're talking to me. Wow. But I, so it's just projecting. They know they're ungrateful. I mean, I could tell so many stories. People wouldn't even believe me. And the thing about it is this is the first time I've ever said an actual factual coming out of my mouth of what has happened. People just know I left. People just know then I had a child. People just know what's my new life. And they have <laughs> and they, their assumptions, I'm exactly. sure. <laughs> if, you, if you were supposed to know, then you knew. Anybody right. slid in my DMs trying to ask me questions or anything like that, no, I'm not giving you none of that. Y'all make up whatever story y'all want to make up. Even if you think that I cheated or whatever, I didn't. I left. And by the time that I left, I should have been left. So mm-hmm. I have been checked out. When I left, I just left. You were done. Yeah, I was so, done to a whole nother state. If it, you no. don't mind, mm-hmm. what do you think was the most um traumatic moment? Like what 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 was it that made you get to the point of being done? Oh, I can't even say. So it's just one. I think that I can tell you really when I so like I said I was with him since I was 19 um I got out the military when I was 22 and I'm gonna say um that's also when we got married I was 22 so during that year it was real hard once I got out we got back to um our civilian life and and we moved into where to one of his dad's homes like that he rents out Mm -hmm. and we're now in his neck of the woods of Virginia, like where he grew up and stuff like that. Um, I just kind of felt like that's when I realized this is ridiculous. And I think it's as you grow, you mm-hmm. know, inevitable. If you're continuously growing, because it's like, it's just like Janae Aika says, like, shame on me for changing, shame on you for staying the same. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's that's, as simple as that so I'll say my breaking point was when I was scared so I had never been scared of him this ain't nothing new we always like this is this is what he does it's just that I didn't think of it like as a 19 20 21 it's like I'm trying to prove to him steady trying to prove to him even once we got married you know but I'm a little bit more mature I'm a little bit more I my achievements are starting to be more of truth to me without me knowing how mm-hmm. like, okay so it's like I know what I got going on and I know what he got going on but I still can't tell his bullshit and I can say that times that he's went off on me or things like that I wasn't scared um I could say the next day it's like it didn't even happen and um I remember um Probably right before I came to talk to you. Remember we met, I came to my mom's. It was kind of just like impromptu. I drove to Florida all uh-huh. the sat out there and we talked. Right before that, my legs almost got broke on the uh <laughs> on the 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 bathroom tub. I don't remember what we were even like what he was mad about. I really have no clue. But this day it just went overboard for real like usually he's just breaking stuff or kicking my stuff over like I've had a jewelry business he just came in there and um kicked everything over 
So it's like oh my gosh, of madness, like and destroying all of my stuff. This is multiple times. So by the third time that it happened, I'm just like, forget the business. I'm not doing this with my hands no more. I don't got time for this. This is crazy. Right. This is crazy. So that still wasn't. This is just his reactions and whatever. Um, <clears throat> but the day that he like held me over the bathtub because I went in the bathroom and then he grabbed me by my arm and he was holding me over the bath bathtub but so I wouldn't fall in I'm holding myself against the wall with my hand but my leg is obviously leaned up against the tub he doesn't even care at this that's when I was actually like you know I don't know how far he would go but I still stayed you know a little bit after that I left and um stayed with my friend for about I'll say six months and I shouldn't have gone back at that point um but I did <clears throat> because I wanted my marriage to work you know that's what I be trying to tell people now they'll be like you know oh well you're telling me not to get married I'm like I'm not telling you not to get married I'm telling you you got drama and you need to fix it right you yeah people think I'm that marriage is a like fix-all exactly I'm saying do it right the first time that's what I'm saying I'm saying because once they become your husband like you just said to me people don't want you to get divorced mm-hmm. but what I learned is that God does not want that for me. Right. And that's like, a part of growth. I was going to say, just like when you were saying, you know, when you were younger, you weren't afraid. But then as you start getting older, certain things is like, you know, you were scared for your life. And it's like, that's a part of being young that we lack that ability to be able to make rational decisions for one. So as you mature, you know, that matures as well. And so you start realizing like, wait, what is this doing to me? Like, you know what's going on and yes and um I had to realize that as well even not even just with marriage but with any situation like even for example forgiving you know um people always point out that the bible says forgive 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 but I'm like not once do I remember seeing where God wants me to put up with somebody somebody's crap over and over again when I know that this is what you know the type of behavior they're going to display to me come on and it's like so I'll tell you, though, um, I still was with him. So after that, when me and you talked, I think I stayed with him for two more years after that. Um, and during that time, I was growing. That's when I was doing Herbalife and I was getting around people who were successful and positive. And, you know, I'm reading more and I'm um, going to church more. And I'm just I me personally, I'm working out. You know, I'm doing things and though, and I'm going to school and outside of any type of drama me and him got going on, I still am getting my grades and I'm watching the things he's doing. He's not getting his grades and he got all these excuses of why when for real, what do you really be doing? You got all the excuses. Yeah. I'm doing this and this and this. I'm producing fashion shows. You wow. know, time, I'm doing all of these things, holding boot camps. You know, I'm going to real estate investment um, meetups and stuff. I'm an event coordinator at an expo center. I've graduated. I've gotten out of the military and graduated. Like y'all can't tell me that I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so on top of that, I'm graduating with a 3.4 GPA. He wasn't proud of me. You know, I'm seeing memes. Oh, watch who's not clapping for you in your corner. Wow. I- and the whole time it's your husband. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm here all the time. So I see your grind behind scenes. I see more than your mom sees. So I'm super proud of you. 
So you see me. You see me doing And you did a great job of displaying that publicly as well. Like as far as you how you were pushing him and showing that you're proud of him and things like that. And I don't think any of that mattered. Man, I learned don't don't clap for things that that are mediocre. That's what I learned. I'm never gonna do that again. Wow. I'm feeding him. I know what I'm doing. I'm out here grinding. I didn't even come from what you came from financially. So it's like, as time went on, you know, that's why my poem, it says, um, uh, you know, over time, I learned God's truth. Don't believe a human, only believe God's truth. Because as I graduated with a 3.4 GPA, all this stuff going on, all these feelings and emotions, and I'm dealing with them on my own. I'm like, come on. He's telling me I'm stupid. He's telling me I'm you know, uh, negative and things like that. When I know I'm not, you see my, you see the things that I post, you can see the things I do, the things that people tell me that I'm inspiring them or something like that, or how I've helped mm-hmm. someone. And you're, and he's right there seeing it. So exactly. he should be the first person to know how much you're putting in. But he's projecting. Mm-hmm. And when I graduated and, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't happy for me. Like he was honestly an ass that day. So as time wow. talking to nobody else and, and that's on my life. Like I never stepped outside of my marriage except for when I left, you know, and I was here in another state. I you were done then my, though. Yeah, done. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And nobody, anybody could debate me on that, but debate your mom. But at the end of the day, it's like, as I grew twin, I remember watching um, a pastor it was a love, um, you know, like how they have their themes and it's over like a month's time or mm-hmm. something like that. So it was about love. And at this point, this is right before I leave. Um, and y'all, I want y'all to understand that this is psychological. This is him calling me names. This is, he. no, he's never really beat me or anything like that, but p- holding me over a, a, a bathtub intimidation yeah I was just gonna say that is intimidation it's like he's trying to put this fear in you something as simple as taking your keys after he's gone off on you because you want to leave something as simple as taking your phone standing in your face screaming at you while you're not raising your voice he's gone I want I can if I close my eyes right now his face and it's like there's no one there while he's yelling at me He's gone. He's spit like intentionally spitting while he's talking after I tell him, you know, you're spitting on me. And he's like, now he's enunciating every word. And do you know how much strength that takes to not blow up? Oh my God. Hit his ass back. But it's like, I don't want the police at my house for real. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be yelling up in here. Maybe if I, I, if I, it, it became a point of I had to learn to control my emotions to a point where I knew I wasn't crazy. How did I start this conversation? How did I, um, you know, did I react? Did I get loud? Did I elevate? Did so I, blaming yourself. Yes. I needed to know exactly what I was doing because he will tell me otherwise. I have mastered that shit. <laughs> wow. Like... The day that I left, um, I knew that things was, so the love, the the pastor, he basically said um, the thing that hit home the most. Um, 
most times when you hear someone like you said about marriage, mm-hmm. they're saying God doesn't want you to get divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, y'all need to go pray. Y'all, it's all these things that you need to do with someone who's honestly not even willing to do these things. <laughs> and it takes two. So this pastor, though, he, it was love. That was the theme. The theme was love. And on this last, last um, Sunday, he just basically said what I said, which is um, that as you learn God's love, <clears throat> as you learn what love is, you, you really understand what love is not. And then he asked the question, so I'm not going to be like everyone else. Y'all all know y'all own situation. Mm-hmm. So what y'all about to do about it? Wow. It wasn't like, you know, oh, stay together, whatever. Like, he literally just said, so what you about to do about it? And honestly, I, my lease was coming up. My name was on the lease. I pay these bills. Um, my, my, my lease was coming to an end for real. And I had an exit strategy. Like, I stayed, I let. I wasn't, you know, sleeping with him anymore. Things were definitely different, but I was just kind of nonchalant about everything. And I didn't know exactly what my next move was completely going to be, but... You just knew it was out. Uh, it was coming up, and I knew that I was leaving. I knew that I was not going elsewhere, and I didn't know how it was going to happen. And what I started praying for was courage. Because every day isn't a bad day, and at the end of the day, y'all, I love the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for whatever crazy reasons that was my because I'm a real person I'm not a narcissist so I things, but it's a conflict so whatever um basically what I started praying for which is why I have the serenity prayer down my spine was courage Mm -hmm. to leave like lord I don't know what it's gonna take but I need to be able to leave this and not return because obviously I returned before Mm mm-hmm um, but what I which is fine because you just want to make sure like you know I did marry this man so is this the right thing to do you know it's so fine because you learn lessons mm-hmm. that, that God builds your muscles so during that time when I first left hindsight is twenty twenty, and to me what I learned was how to sleep by myself I learned what I can accomplish by myself I remember going to the grocery store for the first time and I'm like fuck I don't even know how to shop for just feeding one person one person yeah and I cried in the store. And then that's when I got Herbalife and it helped me get meal plans. And then it helped, right? Mm-hmm. So, so then that helped me. And I learned to go to sleep by myself. It's, it's, it's like that time was meant to be that way. Wow. I hit my muscles. So then that, the day that I left, the conversation was not even to leave him. But the devil don't get new tricks. So at this point, I'm woke, if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I remember coming home, and I had actually had got an attitude with my dad a few days before that. And I realized that I was taking my feelings out on someone else. Mm-hmm. My dad be clutch. And, uh, that happens a lot, though, when you you know that your dad loves you and is going to love you regardless. So it's like when those emotions are there, you feel safe enough to put them on him. Yes. And I felt so bad. And I'm like, Whitney, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. And it's so much story that's left out. We was in college together. It's so much story left out that has built my muscles hindsight. But on this day, I come to him, you know, like I said, the lease is about to be up. And I'm like, you know, to me, I think that we need to move from this apartment in the fucking sky 
and <laughs> stop paying a thousand something dollars for rent, my money, and go get like a townhouse or something. Maybe we don't have no kids that we don't have no kids. It's just me and you. Like we trying to accomplish stuff. And to me, we you just be talking. And I'm just I'm not saying it rude. I'm I'm just talking. To me, I'm more hype right now than I was having the conversation because I know how the rules go with him. It's rule after rule. You gotta come to him in a, a certain way or you go you're going to feel it. Wow. Because that's the reason after, you know, of why he went off. So I know all the reasons. So I, a new one gets added. But Try not to push those buttons. And, and... Yeah. I don't nobody got time for all of that. So so at this point, I'm, I'm saying we should get a townhouse or something, rent out a room or whatever. So he's like, rent out a room to who? And I'm like, I mean, honestly, when I said it, I'm thinking whatever will appease him because I don't care who lives there. Like, I'm just trying to invest, like, you know what I'm saying? Build something. For right. real life. <laughs> I'm not thinking about the person who's going to live there. So I'm just like, I don't care who it is to be your friend, whatever. I mean, at this point, he goes crazy. <laughs> he literally goes from zero to 100 just by me saying that. Why would I let my friend live with my wife? Blah, 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 blah. And I get it. But I'm like, it's not like I'm pushing it. I'm saying okay it doesn't matter (laughs) it doesn't matter I'm like so he was like nah let me let me get one of your friends and I'm like that's not what I'm saying like you know what I'm saying and I'm like okay well what if I don't want to live with you he was like what you don't want to what you mean you don't want to live with me he was like so what you want a divorce then he goes crazy bitches ain't shit and I'm just sitting here oh wow in my head twin I'm like this is what he does like in my head this is I'm like he doesn't even realize he's making this shit so simple and I'm like thank you God that's my reaction like I'm calm as fuck and I'm like I'm letting him go and I was like yeah divorce and he was like he was like um I'll go back to my mom house I just started laughing I was like okay and I was like so that's what I want and he was like fuck you bitch it was it was all of that oh my god I literally just looked at him. And I was like, fuck me. Like, for real. I was like, all the shit that I do, fuck me. I was like, fuck it then. I got my keys. I got my phone. I walked out the door. I'm calm. He's irate. I get, I walk out the door. That's when I got in my car and it was an adrenaline rush. I called you and that's when was I was that the, was that, that like New Year's, Year's Christmas, after Christmas or whatever? Um, no, that was actually May. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like May. Okay, I'm mixing up the mm-hmm. um the times. I know one time yeah, you drove down. It was around Christmas when I drove to you because that was when I was, yeah, it was around Christmas when I had drove to you that time. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this was like two years later and I left. Uh... Okay, because oh, we talked um that time around Christmas and then I thought things were getting better and I think that's when y'all were trying to counseling and you were pretty much finding yourself. Yeah, that was like two. So that was two years after that is when, uh, is when I left. Mm-hmm. So May of um 2015 is when I left. And that day, like I said, I walked out the door um with my keys and my phone, and I didn't take no bags or nothing because I ain't. I just I told you I left it at that. I'm done. Yeah, I called you. Um, and that's when I released, I was like, twin, I did it. I did it. I I did it. And I went to my friend's house. I kind of sat in the uh, parking lot for a little while. And then I remember him. Call- I went in her house. I told her, I didn't really know what I was about to do, but I was probably going to be like trying to find someplace to live or find a roommate or something like mm-hmm. that. 
expensive up there. Um, then he, I went, I remember going out to my car and he called me and he was like, so what, what do you want for dinner? I, what? I cook. And then I was like, I'm not coming back. And he was like, what are you talking about? You ain't coming back. Where the fuck you about to go? And I was like, I'm not coming back there. I was like, the lease is almost up. I'm not doing this no more. I'm like, I'm literally not doing this no fucking more. And girl, he started fucking going off. So you do all that and then you call like a good husband like ain't shit happen? 100%. And y'all, I cannot make this shit up. And I'm anybody knows I have not. This is what it is. So that night is when I started laying. I was laying on my front floor and I was started looking up the hashtags. And I'm like, oh, my God. And honestly, I think it helped because I learned with a narcissist, you need to have no contact. As I started reading these people's comments, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not crazy. Oh, my God, these people feel how I feel. He has broke me all the way down. And then after that, it was kind of like I felt even more empowered. Me and my friends started talking, um, my best friend Jordan in Atlanta, and I was like, fuck it. I'm about to move. I applied for Instacart like she was doing. I was like, I ain't got no fucking kids. Like, I told my job I was leaving. That's the beauty part of it. It's like, yeah. I don't have no dependents. It's just me. Like, I, <laughs> Yeah, because even my cousin is, uh, one of my cousins was friends with him. And apparently, you know, like, because this was like a month that I I, I stayed um, and then left. So I was there still a month. And I you know, my cousin is friends with him and he's just like, you know, he wants to talk to you, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, no, I'm never giving him the opportunity ever again to make me feel no type of way. Wow. And that was the help of those hashtags, knowing that it needs to be no contact. You had a better understanding. Yes, like there needs to be no contact because he will manipulate you. Because mm-hmm. you remember good things. You, he doesn't. This is a game to him. None of this is real to him. He does not, he's never, he's never cared about you. And it's a hard pill to swallow, but that reality is real as fuck. And people need, that's what I've learned. And it's, and I'm okay with that. It's not, that's when enough is enough. When you need to realize that this mm-hmm. is a fairy tale. And this the biggest reality. part is like, is finding yourself. So I, you know, mine wasn't in a, a marriage, but I'm telling you, now that I look back on it, I laugh because if if I could have gotten a tattoo to describe the things that I was doing, I could have got stupid written like tattooed right across my forehead. And this wow. is me just laughing at me. Um, mm-hmm. but looking back at it, I I've said this before. I thought about everyone but myself. I, you know, I had a, a baby young. I had my daughter at 15, almost 16. And my whole thing was, I have to make this work because my dad wasn't in my life and I want my daughter's dad to be in her life. So all this time, I'm trying to force something on somebody who does not, well, clearly doesn't want this. Right. I've dealt with him um, having, because I, I purchased my own, my own first car. Um, and I dealt with him dropping me off to work in my car. I would have a full tank. You drive around all day. Later, I found out, had holes in my car and everything. And then you would come pick me up from work, my car on E. You were supposed to be looking for jobs, going on interviews and things like that. And this went on for the longest. It was to the point where my daughter is the one that told me he was cheating, not even knowing. It's like we're riding down the street and it's like, mommy. 
daddy's friend lives over there and this is her name and you know she did yeah. this for me and wow so he had around the mm-hmm. and going into the whole narcissist thing um well first off let me say this one of the most hurtful things is being embarrassed to the point where everybody around you knows what's happening to you but you The whole family, all of his friends, everybody knew about these chicks. And in particular, this this particular chick. And I didn't know. But it turned into when I got strong enough to leave, it was like, you know what? If I'm paying all the bills, if I'm the one doing everything for my baby, going to school and still working and all of that, I can do it by myself. I don't need a third person, another mouth to feed while I do that. And when I got the strength to leave, he had told other people whatever story he wanted to tell them. And back then I used to feel the need to explain myself. And then it was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck. I don't care what your story I don't care your side of the story at all. It doesn't matter. But it was, oh, so she she um got her little her nice job and um now she thinks she's too good or it was, you know, all every reason in the world that I left him but for character. the actual reason. Yeah, to attack my character rather than appreciate my accomplishments. Right. Uh, how crazy is that oh she got her little medical assistant um certification anybody can do that you know she thinks she's too good now it was all these things and it's like wow but these are the you know the same people that's pretty much enabling this narcissist because that's all that they do because it's a mask Mm -hmm. he's not they don't even see it like that and their biggest to me you know crutches or uh, their the issues are their family you know his mom would be like (laughs) he acts like his dad you know what I'm saying and it's like well I'm not gonna be you you got me fucked up right it's like okay he acts like his dad and that's what you accept but (laughs) and I'm coming and what 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 you also need to realize is because you said it too, like, look at his family, right? And it's like, damn, that's wild. You know what I'm saying? That his family wouldn't even, you, honestly, even if I'm, if I'm disclosing any of my business to you as his mother, I'm not telling you to gossip. I'm telling you because he's your child and you need to, right. I'm or, for help. Or I'm even if you don't tell, no. even if you don't tell, the fact that y'all are also included in this relationship that's being built, that's a problem. That's a problem. Like, I'm screaming for help secretly. You know, yes, this is abuse for real. Mm-hmm. So as I'm telling you that your son curses me out, that when you heard me actually curse him out, girl, I hadn't did that in so long. And she was, I, when I realized she was on speakerphone, I called her and I'm like, oh my God. You know, I'm so sorry. I don't even curse around my mom. You know, he don't care about that. Wow. You know, he'll he'll be going off while my mom is in the other room. But my mom thinks, you know, you know how it, I don't think my mom understood the detriment because I'm going to say maybe two years ago is the first time my mom texted me one day and she was like, you know, I was reading about narcissism and stuff. When, and she was like, I really didn't realize how deep that was. And I'm really sorry that you went through that. Even though I've explained this to her to a T. 
it it people it clicks for people at different times so she heard you but she didn't hear you no she didn't feel me you know what i'm saying when she actually read that okay this is actually like a A thing thing. you know yeah and i don't fault nobody honestly Mm -hmm. i just want to tell people of like to me i could spot it quick at this point and the biggest thing i can say is man (laughs) trust someone's character the first time they show you it right and there's nothing we can do to change yeah individuals yeah that's it it's like you know believe what you see so do you think that at any point you felt the need to stay because of like what others expected or not even just what others expected but like okay you know how we have these goals whether we Mm. say their goals or not but you know Every little girl wants to be married when they're older. So do you feel like any of that was because of those, I guess, societal expectations? I I think, yeah. I think that it is definitely that. because, And which is why also I tell people, you know, hey, no, don't go get married. Like, if your relationship is that deep and serious, he's the one, you know, he knows exactly what it takes to stay married, just like you say you do. Well, then, honestly, if your relationship is, is, on, is like, dramaed out right now and y'all are boyfriend and girlfriend and you can't seem to get it right as communicating, but you say you love each other, then, honestly, you do the work right now before getting married. And if you're not willing to do that or he's not willing to do that, then maybe y'all need to rethink that anyways. And that's just being real because how serious is your relationship? Why is it only serious once you get the ring? Now y'all leave. Yeah, I think people have it all messed up. It's like, oh, once I get married, it's like bliss. No, marriage is you have to work for that daily and not saying that it's hard daily but you have to like you have to keep rekindling you have to keep restarting like start dating when you realize oh we've become too complacent so it's like you know what we haven't been on a date in a while yes being intentional with Mm -hmm. you know and to really it takes a mature man and woman to really know that and sex can even become routine you have to get to a point where it's like you know what i need to do something different that i know he's gonna like because we've been you know yeah we've been having tired sex we both come home tired from work and it's like okay it's time to do that so yeah it's like you have to be intentional otherwise um, you deal with what I talked about in episode two, where you know you people it. feel the need to step out and get a side chip because they're not getting what everything they need at home. But let me just say, and that's not an excuse, by the way. But see, I think that that's what when I'm saying, hey go okay you want to get married do it right the first time because those societal things Mm -hmm. those things in your mind of like no this has to work because you know xyz or damn someone told me that this was too soon someone told me not to do this shit like Mm -hmm. all of these things that cloud your mind and you know cause you a little anxiety of not to move your feet when you know that you shouldn't be there when they really don't know what's going on it's like don't do that mm-hmm. <laughs> don't get married do work this out prior what is your boyfriend becomes your husband and though it can improve why not start that right now if that I want a strong foundation I right. want something so real that when y'all y'all talking about Jada and Will goals that really took time and understanding on both po- parts yeah and they both expressed that it has not been easy 100% <laughs> 
but this is work they're doing on them. Then knowing that we need to communicate a certain way. Mm-hmm. We need to work through things a certain way. We need to value some of the same things. And when you, I think that when it's more than sex, when it's more than, when you're really intentionally building some shit with somebody, it's a certain level of value that y'all two have for each other. That yep. even sex out to me wouldn't even be a question. Yep. And one thing I do, um, what I'm saying and work for work towards your marriage, there's a few things and we, me and my husband have both made very clear that we're not going to deal with when I'm saying work, work towards something that does not mean, Oh, after infidelity, we're going to work for this. Or Egg. after you abused me, we're going to work for this. For this. Yeah, no, That's there are. So That's when people extra. assume that I act like we have this perfect marriage, I know I don't have a perfect marriage, but we don't have some of the bullshit that other people allow to happen in their you know in their marriage like as long as we don't have those things going on as long as there's no we have love and respect we can fix anything yeah come on y'all this is love and respect anything less i don't even want to talk about it Mm -hmm. we are all human but guess what the same dirt you think that your human self can just do because oh i'm human and a thing happened i get it that's reality but also with reality comes consequences so if you're ready to put that on the line then let's do that I've done this already, so honestly, there's not much that I'm willing to be, to be to bend about when it comes. Right, to, I'm gonna let you do to me because I do know that there's life after. And yeah, just, once you find yourself, it's like I ain't tolerating no bullshit. No, I'm not tolerating <laughs> it, and I'll speak up. But there's a way to do it, and mm-hmm. what I and I really have learned to communicate, and that's kind of something that I could say too, is that in building my muscles and things. Okay, he's telling me I don't know how to communicate. Projecting again, but okay. Whitney intentionally make sure you know how to communicate so my cousin had this book on you know I messages or different ways to say things in a relationship and mm-hmm. I the name right now but I asked her to send them to me and I read them over and over and over and I made sure that those was the ways I told you I had mastered making sure how I speak and I'm in you know very intentional standing here present how I'm talking to you so you can't tell me that I you know, came at you wrong or mm-hmm. all the on his list of why he's going off on me. So, oh, our messages are beautiful when people are like, oh, so you saying you start over again. Yeah. I feel when I you, feel. this happens, yes. this is how yes. it makes me feel. So taking ownership of your feelings. Uh-huh. You know, these are my feelings. So, so you saying he, I ain't shit. Yes. I'm saying when <laughs> exactly. you do these things, it makes yes. me feel this way. You're not going to twist my words. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to twist my words. But and the way that me and Larry communicate, honestly, I can I value it. Um, That's I, wonderful. And even uh, I remember my cousin, we've had two different types of situations, but both divorced at this point. And I remember her telling me the way that her and her spouse um, or her ex-husband would argue and she's like honestly he doesn't really say much like he just kind of wants to sit there or he'll leave or he'll exit or whatever and then I was like honestly you know you don't understand how much of a blessing that is (laughs) I don't even know what that feels like this man goes off on me all the time like to a level that is outrageous and I have anxiety to think that I'm you know I'm telling her like you don't even know how this feels and me and Larry can literally have we can have a disagreement and there's no elevation for like, there's no, yeah, there's no elevation for real. Like not enough to ever think that there's disrespect. Yeah. 
there's, you know, there's passion in your voice, but there's not no elevation. We're not yelling at each other. He's definitely not calling me names. I'm not calling him names. We're not cursing at each other. Mm -hmm. Like, definitely have been through enough and prepared for each other. And I can say, I'm grateful for it. So my past life, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it in the world. So I'm grateful for my past life because actually some of the things I was able to notice when I found myself and there are some things it's a blessing that my husband pointed out to me Mm -hmm. for example being called out of my name that had in my past relationship that was so normal that it happened and it's like oh so you're gonna call me that so guess what I'm gonna say something worse and it, it, it was like you know I know how to handle myself so then when I got with my husband and still having to have dealings with um my ex he would still try to do that and once my husband noticed it he was like no that's not gonna happen I was like oh I'm good I ain't used to that I know I'm not a bitch so I ain't worried about it no me as a man I'm not going to deal with allow you know some another man to call you out of your name and so he had that conversation with him to make that clear in the beginning and it's it's so funny that shout out Right. Shout out to my husband, Reggie. I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's so funny that he, Jamar's dad, still respects that conversation because there's been times where I have got it heated, got heated, and I don't curse at him. Like, I don't call him out of his name or say anything, but I may say, you know, this shit is ridiculous. Like, for example, and he's like, you know, man, don't curse at me because the last time I said something out of pocket, your husband um got upset and I'm trying not. So it's like, so I respect man to man respect. I yeah. So it's like, OK, I'll I'll respect that. I'll, you know, calm down because you're right. You're not going to call me out of my name. Um, But it's I'm, it took for him. For, it took for Reggie to point that out to me that, you know, I shouldn't have to take that but it's like we when you're dealing with a situation like that for so long the shit becomes normal so it's good that you have gotten to a point where you know that that's not okay for you you're not going to you know have those ever yeah early on in our relationship I used to try to argue with Reggie and he's not he'll debate you so we can have debates and have fun but if I'm serious in an argument he will stop talking and just sit there until I calm down and then once Mm -hmm. we can talk on a regular tone again he'll start back talking but if I start yelling it's like oh no yeah we are Pisces so so that's pretty much like Larry is he's he is a great communicator and the fact that um you know I felt I don't know how nobody else feel, but when Lauren London said that's her sanctuary, like that's exactly how I feel because mm-hmm. what I came from, I'm not just opening up to talk about my feelings because they've gotten beat down every time. They've gotten dismissed every time. Mm-hmm. They're not real or I'm making it up or basically he turns it around on me. So I've developed the keeping that in, but through this year since the gate, like he knows like what I'm saying, what it takes to make a relationship work. We have to talk. We have to communicate no matter how uncomfortable. And he had the way that I have to do it, what I say, he makes me feel a safe place to do that. And I him feel the same way. Because if I, I don't tell you enough, I'm so happy for you. I just and I um I'll get to meet him tonight, by the way. Yes. But, um 
he gonna be so tired. My baby be working so hard, y'all. He got up at four in the morning this morning to go. He drives trucks, but he has his event tonight, and he has to give up. He has it's over at two. He just got off from four a.m. He got off at four when I um text him. He got off at four. And he's going to go to R&B mostly, which is at 9. He obviously has to be there before that. And then he has to, it's over at 2 a.m. And he has work again, hopefully <gasps> at 6. Not, isn't this, I'm so worried about him. So shout out to my baby. Oh, but, Lord. Yes, yeah, shout out to Bay. <laughs> but, but definitely we like, I know that for me also my Pisces stuff. But, you know, because I've really kind of mastered reflecting on myself taking mm-hmm. ownership of my feelings you know really knowing like I said hindsight's twenty twenty. you thought I was learning to communicate for him huh no I was learning for I, myself how to communicate <laughs> for myself for my future bae which is Larry you get what I'm saying right I'm and I respect the journey so much I'm not even mad honestly honestly it's like thank you Thank you. Right. And that's why you'll never see me, you know, blast on social media or anything like that because I don't regret anything. The exclusive story is only here. And this is what, four years later? Hell, mine is what, 10? five years later wow mine's like 10 11 okay. so yeah this this isn't something that i'm just gonna blast on social media exactly. and you know hey i'll i'll talk about certain things on my pod because this is my life like i'm not discussing it to blast anybody it's yeah. i my truth. it's a journey yeah it's my truth and i have worked hard as hell to get to this place and I don't even know if I told you or anything, twin, but like, honestly, reflect on really 2010, like intentionally until 2000, until 2020, these 10 years, how much have you grown? How much have A you accomplished? Lot. Like, oh my God, like, I couldn't even have guessed or imagined that this is where, this I, is would where I would be. What? Mm-hmm. Even having a boyfriend, like, this is not something that I was planning to have for real um you get to a point where you can't even see it i'm not gonna lie being a single (laughs) mom i was like i'm probably not gonna end up like who's gonna want to be with me i questioned myself like nobody's gonna want to take care of me and my child not that i need somebody to take care of me but that's how people perceive single moms and so yeah I was like you know what I'm I'm good with me and it's like once you get to that point of being good with it's you trigger. it's like it's like a, it's like the trigger on a gun like I got this gun y'all don't want me to pull that trigger that I don't need right <laughs> but it's more so of like over time I've evolved in those thoughts when I first left my marriage I'm like I'm never getting married again to me humans should not be even fucking cohabitating we need to be in two separate homes <laughs> pop up every now and then like we could be faithful and all this shit but like because niggas get too comfortable you know this is just when I'm leaving it's fresh and um I mean over time even when I met Larry like yes I've talked to dudes but like I said it was like once I see something I don't like it's a red flag it's a red Mm -hmm. flag and I don't got time for that I knew what I mm -mm, nope triggered nope mm -mm. right But, but see that triggered is the difference and when I Went on my first date with Larry. Honestly, it was the best date ever. Um, he pursued me afterwards. He's very intentional. He doesn't make me guess, which is great for my anxiety. And it's like, honestly, by this point, though, I have still grown over 
the time of being single and just talking to dudes mm-hmm. and I hadn't got to a point of I would like to get married again it was more so like okay I'm open to the idea I remember on our first date he was like um so do you want to get married again because he's been married as well so I'm like uh well <laughs> I'm like so here's the thing this is yes because I want to be the flower girl I'm just well, see, now yes but he's <laughs> literally with him only ever because before when on our first date this is exactly what I said I said I just feel that I deserve that I don't but if I never get it again I am 100% cool with it and I really was like Mm -hmm. I was okay with that because I mean even your grandma got friends you know she ain't never really single you know that's how I thought (laughs) even your grandma got little friends right the gardener be coming in that's her friend but he didn't stay a little too long so the handyman girl that's funny because Jamari thought that Reggie was just my yard man for the longest (laughs) she didn't know we were dating (laughs) oh see it's like after that, though, as it kept going, I could see that with him. I could see another kid with him. Mm-hmm. So really just with him. But that's because who he is. And, I, I mean, I just learned what I will and won't be putting up with. So, for him, it's like, I value everything that we have. He really knows what it takes. And I feel like we had to have gone through what we went through in the past. Mm-hmm. for this. So, people don't be scared to leave. God wants more for your life. The universe wants more for your yep. life. And sometimes those problems are signs that you need to close that chapter. But yeah. we keep asking for a sign and he gives it to us and we don't pay attention. Oh say that and that's what I'm saying I think one of the main things I probably tell anybody any day is like I pay attention I Mm -hmm. pay attention to everything very intuitive everything yes and um I mean what I have now I I would go I wouldn't say I would want to go through it all again but to feel how I feel to know who I am it um, makes you value things a lot more Oh, yeah. I value it so much of everything that I have. I mean, because I literally have a past life. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I have a, um, a an opinion question before we go. Okay. So I saw this post on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And it pretty much... Um, so this person, this, this girl uh, or this lady, she's dating someone. Mm-hmm. And she is having conversations with a male who was initially interested in her, but she let them know that she has a boyfriend or she's in a relationship or whatever. So she's in a committed relationship and she was up front with him about it, but they can they continue to have conversations like through text and things like that. So her boyfriend found out about it and he flipped out. He saw the part about um, her telling him that he had a boyfriend, but the fact that the conversations are still going on and I, I'm not sure what all they were talking about, but um, what's your opinion on that? Uh, Well, first of all, I would say that most likely there's holes in the boat already. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, And when I say holes in the bow, I mean, you know, the little issues or whatever. So maybe he, I'm not going to blame it on him. But, you know, if a girl usually is stepping out, that's usually not easy for the average female. If she's a narc, then, hey, 
this means nothing to her anyways and she just needs to feed her ego that's period point blank but only he can tell us that but just judging off of a woman like myself I one am not cheating on nobody I'm gonna just let you go if that's where we at with it but but um you know if I'm feeling if I'm feeling froggy like that then that means shit's not right at home and so if shit is not right at home at that point because the conversation is still going on what is making her interested enough in him to make this be okay you know what do they got to talk about right they to me to me that your answers are right there so I I'm gonna tell the opinions that I saw in the comments and then I'm gonna tell my thoughts on it so you had two um opinions in the comments of course one of them um was well as long as your intentions weren't to cheat I don't see what the problem is um he's overreacting blah 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 and Uh, then you had someone (laughs) then you had what'd you say I said that's complete disrespect so how could that even be a thing like Okay, go ahead. Right. Then you had someone who said, you know, the fact that you're in a committed relationship, that's wrong, regardless of what your intentions are. A lot of times you have to also look at their perception. Um, and she made a good point to say, um, even if your intentions aren't to cheat, if this guy was, you know, pursuing you, he's going to keep doing what he needs to do to get your attention. And <laughs> It was so crazy that one of the comments, I, I, I felt this comment, um, they were like, if you keep going to the barbershop, eventually you're going to get a haircut. So that made sense to me. So I'm pointing this out and I hope this person don't mind me sharing it. You know, I'm not putting any names or anything, but yeah, it kind of went in, um, you know, our discussion on relationships. My take on it is, um, and me and my husband have had this conversation and we both feel the same exact way. My 31-year-old ass ain't meeting, just walking up at, at a gas station, pumping gas, and meeting new friends. We're not doing that. Yeah. We're just not doing Like, um, at the end of the day, people need to really get real with this. Okay? We're not sharing lockers out this month. Right. Okay? We're sharing real bills. We are grown as fuck, so stop playing these games with me. You know, if this is not what you want to do, then bow out. Right. And then my, my this thing is that's just like, I wouldn't want, my husband can't have a female friend like so what are what are we doing what are we talking about and honestly um so kadeen and devout on the dead ass podcast i've been listening to them too yes and they have a whole episode where they're saying about i guess like um rules and boundaries and things like that Mm -hmm. like i just really feel like you need to be real open and honest especially like my boyfriend is a dj at the end of the day and even for me i mean regardless of where i go what i'm doing I have to make him feel comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, okay, um, if I, because I smoke, so if I go and I have to go, you know, get something, I need to be respectful of him because he does not, so what am I going to go to just any dude or what I'm going to call my baby dad or, you know, who I'm going to call, like, hey, boy, you got, no, I'm not doing that, I need to be respectful because I am, that's a responsibility of mine because I am in, I have his heart in my hand. Mm-hmm. Why would I not want him to feel comfortable? Girl, he don't got the brain relief anyway because it's cheaper, but go ahead. (laughs) And then I I am 100%. Trust me, it's coming. So then, and then for him, you know, he has, he's a DJ. At the end of the day, he has to communicate with people, but we have to be very open and honest with that conversation. The things that make me uncomfortable and the things that he, 
you know, has to be aware of. And I'll say that he's very in tune with my feelings and he's very respectful of that. And I thank him for that because otherwise I don't think I could do it Um, because it's his responsibility. He has my heart in his hands. You know, Mm -hmm. you you want both things. You want me plus you want DJing. Can you please make me feel comfortable too? So what are we, the friends, what exactly are y'all doing? Because we're friends. Right. And no other place should there be any blurred lines. And outside of us just being friends, like bro, we're friends, we're business partners. We have a whole fucking operation broke down around this bitch. Mm-hmm. We, this is valued and this is to be valued. And that's something that the narcissist has no clue of. And you're never going to make him aware of that. Hey, hello, I'm in this house with you, like doing this stuff with you. Like you don't value this. Like this isn't something that's kind of held on a pedestal because like for me and Larry that's what it is right now Mm -hmm. like we make each other's lives a lot easier like we have a whole operation during the week like Mm -hmm. sit down of how we help each other with homework and kids and dinner and we literally are both on it and it's amazing and it's freeing and before I felt like someone's mother and didn't even have kids and I feel like I have a partner right and that's huge. That huge. is huge. So I'm sorry. I know that you said we were ending. No, <laughs> you're I'm good. Right I was just gonna add. You know, it, earlier in our in our relationship, um, there was Reggie had a friend before we got together, and this friend was engaged. So at first, I'm like, okay, cool. We can, you know, double date. You know, that kind of thing. Well, I start feeling weird about it because it was like. Um, I'm like, if, if y'all are friends, then we're friends. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we all gonna be friends. Yeah. I start feeling weird about it and I let him know that. And because I'm my thing is women are we we can be manipulative. We can yeah. we know how to work Everything to get what we want. Especially we can get possessive over our male friends. Yes. And, and in a way that we intentionally don't even mean for it to be like jealousy or anything. No, so, there yeah. was no jealousy there. But my whole thing was women are, and we can be very seductive to get what we want. I know that. And yeah. I know my abilities. So I'm not underestimating no other woman's. And yeah. um, he respectfully, you know, ended it. But it was like, and I, it was good that he was able to have we were able to have that understanding that conversation of no this is not me being jealous this is not me being insecure but cool so listen to that though so ladies when you're wondering like oh is my dude needs to be kicked to the curb or is this someone that I put in work with those are the differences in actions you have a man who is willing and even I have to say that because compromise exactly I can't expect perfection or for everything to go exactly how I want it or for him to even know prior to it happening just because I think he should know that no don't let no girl you know talk to you right here or take a picture with you right here I'm not even like that but I'm just saying Mm -hmm. if those were the things it's like if I bring something to him he will one not try and say like you're tripping he's not about to be like why are you concerned about it we've been cool for however he's not trying right to do all yeah, i ain't cheating on you why you weren't like making it a you thing when i'm expressing how i feel rather than make you insecure mm-hmm. okay so like that's the differences ladies like that's big like that's huge right there and also i want to say the difference of what i've evolved of knowing 
and that I can recognize in Larry because it's a lot of learning to retrust myself because I allowed my marriage to go on as long as it did and I had to swallow that pill as well not beating myself up but that's still the reality of the situation um for whatever reasons or circumstances it's still I always had choices always um and with uh Larry I think that I can say um I can understand because I see his character because it's displayed multiple times consistently Mm -hmm. Uh, he is that I can distinguish between a red flag rather than he does not know that this would trigger me and that's me it's triggering me mm-hmm. that's on me <laughs> that's on me because my past is my past or my reasoning for it triggering me I still have to take ownership of that whether he can change his behavior or he and which he does he'll be like you know, if he knows it's triggering me yeah no because I'm not going to intentionally trigger him ever. Right. So, but I have to communicate that. And I have to be woke enough, aware enough of myself to respectfully be like, damn, nah, that triggered the fuck out of me. Maybe that's why I blew up. Maybe that's why I, you know, felt how I felt or was mad or whatever. And rather than staying in that place, I'm able to communicate that to him safely. And, and not that's be an judged. amazing feeling. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. A red flag versus trigger is important, but don't get that shit twisted at all. It's a very thin line, ladies. A very thin line. Yes. So having very- that conversation when you, you know, let them know your feelings versus, yeah. you know, I don't know why these bitches lying on me or mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know why they saying I'm doing it's, that. You know, they're, thinking, they just hating. You just always making some shit up. Did yes. I take you from there last week? And now this what you bringing up, ladies. Um, a real man will know that honestly, the relationship is. This is what this. This is what you're building everything for. Mm-hmm. If y'all with money and y'all got kids, the legacy is y'all. Right. So what the fuck y'all going to work for if y'all not together and working for this shit for real? And building for something bigger. Yeah, come on. So it's like his whole reaction needs to be about that. Mm-hmm. That's a whole vibe. Shit. Please. Okay, so yeah, we're on the same page. Um, no friends. No. <laughs> I, 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 and I can say if it's someone you work with, because I work with males, and you know, as far as having a conversation to better our work, like if we have to do something together at work, that's right. one thing. But just meeting somebody in in the club or somebody, even as a woman, a man buying you a drink like that, to me, that's not okay. No, that's not okay. Listen, if here's the thing. How much respect y'all got? Because at the end of the day, y'all don't be knowing what loyalty and love really is. So to me, yeah, to me, that's like what? loving you. This ain't no deprivation. How does that I'm make my man like look? Out, but I'm not about to give nobody no inkling that I'm available in no way, shape, form, or fashion. Right. If I wouldn't or couldn't do it while my man was right there, it is. It's not happening. Right. And that's just. Period. And to me, that you know, how does that make my man look if I'm yeah, out here well, like I need somebody to buy me a damn drink? Right. Come on, now I'm not about to have you out here looking crazy. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, that's never going to happen. Come on, we're a team. You look crazy, I look crazy. Right. That's how I'm rocking. But I gotta know he's rocking with me like that too. And you, even ladies, if he is making you question if you should show love or not. I mean, if you don't feel like you can communicate, enough is enough. You bleed exactly like he's. Yeah, it's it's and women, and this goes for men too. There are some toxic ass women out here. Y'all cannot be possessing humans 
that's narcissistic shit too. Yes. You don't love <laughs> human being. Love is very free. That's the one really thing I can say made sense on the um side chick podcast she said men are not livestock like duh women are not either (laughs) exactly i mean and men straight up if your woman is showing these traits you need to roll out because yeah people have been there yes yes well, I know you have something to do. I have to go get dressed because I'm getting out tonight. So I just want to say, you know, is there anything that you want to say before we finish up or? No, um, I, I mean, I really don't. I really don't know. But ladies, honestly, just ladies and gentlemen, honestly, like grow because the more you grow, it's honestly inevitable that you'll remain with that person. Mm-hmm. Like you will, uh, you will leave because you'll outgrow them the way they think, the way they move, the way everything. I mean, unless you're very, very, very tolerable, but I just don't see it happening. I just feel like the evolution because that's even with friends when you know enough is enough. Yeah. You know, like as you evolve and they do not enough is enough. Yep. You start to see it. It's inevitable. So Thank you so much, Quinn, for having me. Like, Thank you so much for joining me. And thank you so much for opening up and, you know, talking about such a vulnerable, sensitive topic. I appreciate it. I hope it encourages somebody. And that's it. This is Keisha with Jaded Muse. And I'm out. Bye. Bye.